Hello, Hopheads. Thank you so much for sticking with us over these past, what is it, eight months since we've been on the mic? Since September. Yeah, we took it's a little like bit like of a two break. two years for me. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm like an original band member coming <laughs> back. Yeah, Zach was in rehab, so we had to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> but I kicked it. He's kicked, he, he kicked it. He's back. And we, we've never seen him better. So uh, we're going to have some episodes coming out monthly uh, now, moving forward with the format. And... We're excited to go on the ride with you guys, so thanks for sticking with us, and let's have a hell of a fucking adventure. Thanks for sticking with us, and uh, we're back, baby. Yeah, I love it. Back to the fun. I'm vengeance. (laughs) 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 Welcome to the Hop Heroes Podcast, a show where we talk about nerd culture, alcoholic beverages, and everything in between. This week on Hop Heroes. Can we talk about Kate Bush? I'd love to talk about Kate Bush. How incredible she is. Yeah. He's friends with Mark Airwood? Yeah, and he... Uh, what the fuck has he been doing? I don't know. Living... Fat chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every tool Out the I felt like I had in my tool belt, bro, when it went to go game time, I, like, pulled out my wrench and realized it was, like, paper, bro. And I was just like, oh, I actually don't have any tools. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I am your host, Jordan Arith, sitting here in this lovely hop shack we have here at the abode of Zach Barlow. And with me as always, talented artist, comic enthusiast, Jared Gonzalez. Hey Jordan, how you doing? So much better now. I love that, yeah. I love that you're doing so much better. I missed you. I missed you too. This whole once a month thing is just... It is rough. Pulls on my heartstrings. <laughs> it's, it's rough, but convenient. <laughs> it is very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have our third host, the man, the father, Zach Barlow. How you yeah. doing, man? New I'm papa. good, man. I'm good. New fa- Yeah, new father. Fatherhood is uh, it's a wild ride, but uh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm happy to be here uh, with you guys. So. This is going to be an hour and a half episode of Zach's experience <laughs> in the... Hospital. So, Zach. Oh, God. <laughs> delivery That's room. not the plan. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you throwing ice chips at Alicia? What, what's, what's the process? How's it go? I'll say this about the delivery room. I thought that I was ready. Yeah. I was, like, reading books. We were, like, doing classes. And I was, like, big into, like, the pain management aspect of, like, the actual contractions. Mm-hmm. And... I talked about this with yeah, chest piece, like did. getting like the tattoo and being like, yeah, if you just breathe like this and you can yes. get through the tattoo and the whole tattoo parlor. <laughs> Our listeners remember. Yeah. So I uh, was real confident. I, I knew that it was going to be hard. Yeah. But I was like, bro, I got a, I mean, I got a tattoo. So like, it can't be that hard. Like, <laughs> like, you know, it must be the, well, I'm not saying it's the same, but Alicia, like, have you seen my tats? You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I will say, it is so much worse, dude. Really? Then yeah. I thought it was going to be. And oh, I, I knew it was going to be bad. Like watching your wife get split in half or what? what Bro, the worst part? I mean, it's just that the contractions, like the level of pain that it that it brings upon her, it's like hot. Like the ceiling is higher than I thought it was. Mm. Like she was like dizzy. She was like screaming, crying. She was like throwing up in between. Wow. Couldn't walk. Like. Uh. Just and you know I don't I don't want to scare off like all of our <laughs> listeners of you know what parenting yeah, is. Got because, three weeks to look forward to yeah. this. Yeah, and, but Alicia was a special case though because she like had like really intense contractions really fast. Mm-hmm. Normally, like it kind of works up to like that crescendo. But man, no book 
no breathing technique. Like every every tool out the I felt like I had in my tool belt, bro. When it went to go game time, I like pulled out my wrench and realized it was like paper, bro. And I was just like, oh, I actually don't have any tools. These tools are actually just confetti, bro. Like I'm just fucking useless out here. Yeah. So yeah, it was way more intense than I thought it was going to be. And I, and I went into it not naive to like the intensity. So yeah, that's one of the, you know, Stories I'll tell about bumming me the hell out. I'm terrified now. <laughs> yeah, all right. it's intense, dog. So it's intense. What was your role? Were you like just holding her hand? Were you like getting fetching your stuff she needed? Were you just sitting yeah. in the back and I was, crying? I was I was curled into a ball in the <laughs> corner. About right. No, I was I was delivering like counter pressure. What's called counter pressure. So like. Uh, on her lower back and hips, like when she's like feeling mm. a contraction, like I'm pushing yeah. on the oh, other okay. side to try to like balance it out. To, it helps her feel better. Um, and then I was just like silently panicking um, <laughs> because the doctors were silently panicking because it was like a mess. I mean, we had an, uh, a scheduled C-section um, oh, because yeah, Louie was breech. So like you cannot deliver a breech baby. Like that's yeah. like actually like super dangerous. So we had like a date that was like planned, but at 2 a.m., like, a couple days before our planned date, her water broke, and it was just, like, go time. Yeah. So we, like, got in the car, drove to the hospital, and she got those contractions so fast at the hospital that the doctors were like, okay, you need to go in, and we need to get this baby out. Like, your your, your body is trying to deliver this breech baby, which is, like, a problem. Mm. So I was, like, counter-pressuring and, like, listening to the doctors, like, argue amongst themselves about like what test <laughs> is Alicia taking and how are we getting in or in? And yeah, I don't know, bro. Like I was pretty much useless. Did you she useless? sound like this? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was more me. Yeah. Gotcha. That was more me. Uh, speaking yeah. of the, uh, the water breaking, it's not like the movies. They told us if the water is broken, that's dangerous. Like you should be at the hospital. They're telling Amber that you should yeah. be already yeah. yeah. Well, it introduces a chance for of infection. Yes. Because yeah, once, sense. like, the seal is broken at that point, and then it's like, okay, now. Yeah. And the other thing too is that the water is supposed to be clear. If it's brown, it means that the baby pooped inside. Yeah. Oh, and that is it, like a further intro, uh, like risk of infection. Yeah. And Alicia's water was brown. Like Louis had pooped all up in there. Oh, yeah. No. And I so mean, like, I felt him. He, he farted my hand a couple times first time I held him. <laughs> oh yeah, so. he's a pooper. He's, he's a Barlow. <laughs> he's a big pooper. Yeah, he's a Barlow. <laughs> he likes to poop naked too. Does he get naked? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Did he take his clothes off? And he as he squirted at you? Yeah, like are they t- like, we're, we're prepared to like put a towel over oh. our 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 son's Bro. I'm covered in feces, bro. <laughs> Constantly. Because, I mean, they're, they're going to well, tell you nice it's going to squirt at you. You know, they're going to shoot. He's like, shoot right Hey, man, it's, it's part of the initiation. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I watched them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So where'd the name Luther come from? I know I was big on the name. I was really curious. And I thought yeah. it was, was like biting at the bit. Thought yeah. it was seal for Harassment sure. Harassment yeah. almost. Yeah. So, okay, I'll tell the story. So um, his full name is Luther Joseph Wayne Barlow. Uh, Joseph was my dad's name. Wayne is uh, her dad's middle name. Um, I know a lot of people are saying Batman. That was just a happy coincidence. <laughs> I was, gonna say, I was not first thing fully I prepared to name my son after Batman, but if you know, if you know, if the universe is aligned, then <laughs> my I'm kids not are going to be Peter and Parker if I have to. So <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you. hey. Anyway, so th- he's named after both of our dads, and then Luther is actually named after Colin Powell. Colin Luther Powell. No. He was the first African-American Shit. Secretary of State in the mm. United States of America. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And the reason why that is is because when my dad was 
I'm trying to make a long story short, but when my dad was young, he 18, joined the military, got shipped off to uh, Korea. In Korea, he started a riot in his platoon because he was a menace to society. He got put in the brig. In the brig, he was offered a choice by a military leader at that time, basically saying like, hey, you're a leader, you have talent, you're going down the wrong direction, you're basically leading all these people to do bad shit, but I actually feel like you have like a you know, great opportunity here, like come join my team, I could use somebody like you. Dad told that person to fuck off, ended up being a fuck up for most of the rest of his life. But the that, build up to that, his yeah. dad said fuck off. Yeah, but that person was Colin Powell. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, that was Colin shit. Powell. And Your so, dad met Colin Powell? Yeah, and Colin Powell offered my dad like a like a position on his team like early, early on. Colin wow. Powell obviously wasn't Colin Powell at that time. Right, right. that's but, even cooler. Um, he ended up being, you know, this great man. And so the notion is like a great man recognizing greatness in my dad. My dad made the wrong choice, but that greatness didn't die with him. Now Luther has the same greatness. He can make a different choice. Wow, I had no idea. That's powerful. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Little Louis. Louis the Lion. Louis the Lion. My <laughs> boy. <laughs> Prince well, Prince Louis, but speaking of powerful men, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi Watiki. Oh, you had it. Oof. Butchered it. You had it. Oof. Uh came out with a recent film that we've all seen. Recent? Thor, what, what, Love what, what, and Thunder. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um and I'm excited to talk about it because I have thoughts. I, I, have I thoughts am too. too. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff, and that I comic book wise, that's my part. It's comic book. That is your. That I'm, is your I'm part. excited to hear your part because yeah. I, I, as always, am ignorant as shit yeah. about co- the comics that like it's yeah. drawing from. No, that, I'm I'm excited about it. It's a yeah. really good story run. So. Okay, well, I'll go into my my thoughts. I guess. All right. Okay. Start Let's off. So, I feel one of two things happen here, or potentially both. A, and I actually read about this as potentially happened. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. it was shortened. Like, it was m- supposed to be much longer, and it was shortened to be under really? two hours. Really? I do believe that is the really? case, too. I haven't heard that, dude. Because I felt like it was just boom, boom, boom. But it was either Taika was doing a lot of coke when he was making this, or <laughs> Marvel's like, this got to be shorter, which is weird for Marvel because Why they not? love their long sagas. Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like this movie needed to be at least two and a half, pushing three, with how mm-hmm. much content and how much stuff was happening and mm-hmm. how fast they were moving to different places. Wow, I have never heard this and before. And it was exactly an hour and 59 minutes. And you read this? I read it. I just saw an article saying like what Marvel shortens movie to be under two hours or something. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. interesting. I, I felt like that did did not do it justice. Okay, yeah. I wow. Uh, just to jump on that, I did uh, read and watch something about how they it was a PG thirteen. So like we kind of talked about earlier about how they took out all the where the, the god, god butcher, butcher was butchering gods, but they really didn't show it. They took that all out. Yeah, like everything was just like the aftermath when they went to a world. Yeah. World so apparently the director's cut will have all that. There's going to be a director's cut? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Okay. It's be a little bit longer. Oh, that's so. interesting. I'm excited okay. for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like it was a rom-com. Um, <laughs> that's what he one, <laughs> one thing about Thor movies is, like, we talked last episode about how, or I think it was last episode, about how Marvel's getting too big and thing, the stakes are never mm-hmm. there and we're losing touch with the groundedness of these characters. Thor has always been that way, and Thor does it so well that I don't think that's ever been a an issue like like Thor's never had stakes he's a god and it's yeah. always like happy go lucky light hearted but there is some like some heart in there obviously there's mm-hmm. some love there's Jane but it's always like Thor's a god he's gonna get out of this and it's always kind of funny and mm-hmm. so I didn't have that concern going into this and there was actually some stakes in this which is kind of cool but I did feel like it was just really really overly lighthearted. like it didn't really connect with me to a part where this is a Marvel movie I feel like this was just like a 
a rom-com you see on ABC on a Thursday night when you watch mm-hmm. with your parents or something like that, which I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. There were some definitely good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the laughing, the screaming goats. <laughs> Those fucking goats, were so dude. amazing. Speaking of which, uh, Melissa wanted to record her own version of it. <laughs> So that was <laughs> nice. Her, that was her favorite character. Nice. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, yeah. Melissa. Um, but I, I, I thought it was, it was decent. I don't yeah. think it was anything that was going to be groundbreaking. I didn't go into expecting that. I did want a little more though. So yeah. I okay, was, I was left unsatisfied. Let me go, and then you can do your comic yeah, book stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I agree with you for the most part. I, I, I'm really interested in hearing about that that shortening. My my main note at the end of it was that I felt like the pacing was off. And I felt like the pacing throughout the film was off to the extent where it almost feels like the joke of the film is like making fun of you, the viewer, for going to watch a Marvel movie. Like, I feel like there's this undertone. And that's not a new take. Like, I think that that's like a general take about the film. But it's almost like the it goes so quick. And the none of the jokes have like any room to land. None of the key plot points have any room to like kind of ruminate on the audience. It just moves on to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. So much so that like, it's almost like the story or or Taika is kind of saying, I'm going here, whether you like it or not, fuck you in, in that way. And I feel like it's, it kind of comes off as like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to say insulting because like, that's like going, doing the most, but I don't know as a viewer, it's not great. Now, let me say this. Taika Waititi is literally my favorite director. Like he's the he's like my dude. Like he's like the reason why I feel like oh I really love film. Jojo Rabbit literally changed say, my yeah, fucking life. It's my yeah. it's like in my echelon of best movies of all time. It's probably number one, and that's like a weird take, but that is a weird take. Whatever. Have you watched what we do in the shadows? Not yet. Oh my uh, god, that's, that's good. But yeah. but I've heard Not great derail. things. Not to yeah. Derail, but. yeah. Anyway, so I was going into this like, dude, I'm about to watch like my guy get another dub. He can't miss. Like I thought I, he can't miss. I mean Ragnarok. Holy shit. Ragnarok was amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. And that's what I was hoping for, too. And I think he missed. Like, I feel like either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. <laughs> I feel like this movie was Taika, in my opinion, coming back down to earth and kind of hitting a dud. Um, if he was forced to shorten the film, that is a big news to me because then I'm Game like, changer. well, maybe it wasn't him. But clearly there was a pace problem. There was a pace problem throughout this film. And it just didn't have enough room to breathe. Now, I think there's things in it that I liked. I thought it was funny. I thought that Thor's, like, love triangle with, like, his weapons. <laughs> so good. Like, that so was good. hilarious. Stormbreaker like, being yeah. jealous. Stormbreaker, like, coming slowly into the scene sometimes. And, oh, like, love turning to look at him. Like, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought the God Butcher was, like, a cool villain. Mm-hmm. Um, Got I some thought Pennywise vibes from him. Like, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was pretty sure. creepy. Christian yeah. Bale, man. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. great. I thought that, like, the stakes at the end, like, with, you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but, well, fuck it. It's Hop Heroes. We spoil yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, it's like, a week later. Yeah. Uh, I thought that, you know, the cancer stuff was cool. The mm-hmm. law stuff, like, I, you know, Taika's always been, like, a genius about introducing key plot points early in films, but doing it in such a nonchalant, jokey way that you almost can miss it. Yeah. And then having it come back at the end, like as like a full fledged, like heart pull. Like, and I think one of the elements he used that in was in that play early on, there's a, there's a scene where, um, one of the gods dies in, in that like corny play. And then there's like uh gold glitter that 
you know, uh, goes yeah. onto yeah. The, the stage the, and it's like, this is Ragnarok, how gods yeah. die, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then when Jane, I think is the character name, Jane, mm-hmm. when Jane passes, she has that, that mm-hmm. gold and it's like, oh, she, she's become a god now. It's like shit like that. Like he still is a gene. Like he still does that. And I think that's really fucking powerful. But the problem is that across the film, the pacing was so breakneck and so kind of like short in between stuff Mm -hmm. that even those moments that I felt like were like, could have been powerful. Didn't land the way that they could have because everything was just happening so fast. Like everything was going so quick and we're moving point A to point B to point C, point D, blah, 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 blah. blah. So generally I, I didn't love the film. I thought it had good stuff in it. uh, But I think that the pacing kind of ruined the whole thing for me. Yeah. I don't think you're alone there. Yeah, it's a, it was a, a you know, I, 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 loved the sh- I loved it because um, it was great to see Chris Hemsworth, you know, as Thor, he, and he continue wants to do that, which a lot of actors don't want to do that. You know, like he, he said he wanted to go forever uh, to be Thor, so I'm, I'm cool with that. He has said that? Yeah. He's he like, has, I'm just going to be Thor forever. He goes, as long life. as they let me, he goes, I will do Thor. He looked fucking Jack. Yeah, he it's, huge. Like the, it's like the best he's ever looked. Oh his, my god! He wasn't even massive. flexing, and his arm was huge. Bro, like there's it, no way that dude's not roiding. No, uh, I, don't I mean, know. you kind of have to. For that. <laughs> I'm not gonna. He seems really nice. Um, wait, what? Seems like a really nice guy. I don't <laughs> oh, know. That, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, uh, I don't know, guys. He uh, seems like a really nice I don't know, guy. He's like a nice guy. I don't know if he wants. Yeah, but, nice uh, guys don't roid. That's yeah, common uh, knowledge. I will tell you though, in the movie, there's a lot of little cool things, and I think it was a family movie for sure. I think that's maybe what Disney wanted, but but I think Taika was ready to push it out of that like I think so like, with too. the god butcher like he was like like the first scene when the god butcher had that first kill yeah and it like he had the sword like in the dude's neck and yeah. he was like gold blood bleeding I was like yeah. whoa oh the shit necro sword yeah this yeah. is like pretty dark and then he does a de- but then it cuts you yeah. know it doesn't show that yeah and then it pulls punches for the rest of the film but it just seemed like there was like a clash, dude. Like well, it, it just didn't felt like really it wasn't on the same page, like at any point. You the know, shadow what I mean? monsters could have had so much potential, and they yeah. you only saw them like on the side of the screen or like quick snaps. And I think that was, I, I assume, somewhat intentional because they're shadow monsters. If you see them, then they're not going to be as like yeah. fully intense. Yeah, but like it could have got gruesome with those. And like when they were around, it was just like they're talking mid combat, like swinging their hammers and just killing everything. <laughs> like it's not even like a real threat. Yeah, and I feel like they could have really gone somewhere with that. Yeah, I I don't know. I just uh, there was a lot of little things like uh, Chris Hemsworth's children is in the movie. Uh, his daughter is love. No yeah. shit. Yeah, that's and his actual daughter. daughter. That's his, his daughter. That's awesome. Oh, that's yep. cool. And then when you see the montage of him growing up and running, and the first one, that's one of his twin sons oh. that is running. And then oh wow, there's a lot of like uh, there's some D- Disney producer kids that were in the show in the movie in the show. And then um, there's um, uh, Natalie Portman. Her ki- her children were in the movie as well. So there was like this almost oh, nice. maybe it was like a, too much of trying to find the balance of like okay let's let's make this a family movie and then but also have this darkness to it. Yeah. And so maybe that's what they thought. I don't know. Maybe it just kind of hit me of Disney. Yeah. So I what, mean, what did you think about the kids getting the powers at the end? Was that too much, Kitty? I, I actually kind of I liked it. it. I kind of enjoyed it. it. I liked it. I, I think that was that. one of the high points of the film. Yeah. Like I, I thought it was really cool. The I, got I thought it was like. Bit. Uh, the the music choice for that scene I thought was like perfect yeah. spot on um, and then like having that army of like children like, like with the, the power the of doll, Thor. like shooting the stuff yeah and, like, yeah, yeah it's cool yeah, yeah I thought that was like really really cool no it's a great thing I think uh, for me too is that if you think about it, all the Asgardian stuff too like the, in the Marvel universe they've died a lot 
you know, they've been annihilated like three times. So mm-hmm. to see them kind of finally be able to fight back and mm-hmm. have the children do it was kind of like a transition of like, hey, we're we're still here as gods, but we're you know, have the children take over. And I think that was pretty cool to see them have, have all those superpowers. I mean, the comic book stuff, I mean, the, the Gore is is an amazing kind of, he's such a revengeful character. He, he is shows, that the God Butcher? That's the God Butcher. And he shows up in uh, Thor, uh, God of Thunder. And it's actually Odin and all that kind of stuff. And the Necrosword, everybody knows what the Necrosword mm-hmm. is, right? Right. It's actually, you know, uh, created by Noel, which is a Spider-Man villain, which is why you're not going to be able to see that in the Marvel Universe because... Dis- or Sony owns every from now on even like 10 years ago anything that is Spider-Man related that comes out uh Sony owns it I thought Sony Marvel yeah I thought Marvel I thought page now. Marvel bought it no apparently Sony owns when Marvel was struggling in the 90s they sold all these rights to Sony and Sony for anything that's created even though Noel wasn't created until 2018 Sony has the rights to it so even when Andrew Man, Garfield that's a and Tobey Maguire loss. came on to uh, No Way Home, yeah. that was just because Sony said, I'll allow this? I'll allow it. They gotcha. made a deal with Disney. And that there was actually a struggle, be- and Tom Holland was pretty scared about it because Disney's the power, right? Mm-hmm. Sony's just not the power. Obviously. Not anymore. No, so... Make it, great compact You're not going to be able to get... <laughs> and to, to mix with Sony, and they had to like come up with this like deal... And how much they were talking about sixty forty. They were t- how many how much money does Sony get? How much money does Disney get? You know, and how much can you lend me, Spider Man? You know, and stuff like that. So Damn. that's why you see the Necrosword. You don't they don't talk anything about the symbiote god, which is he created that darkness. And so symbiote, so like the Venom, all planet? that stuff. Yep, Venom planet, the oh. symbiote planet, oh, and that's the sword. That's the sword that he's wheeling no to shit. kill gods. Yes. Damn. See, um, that's like. That's like so much like juicy mm-hmm. context that I and feel imagine like would, the crossover if they could do that. That'd be so cool. If they could mix it in Venom somehow. and Thor in the Venom same and kind Thor, of to- yeah. storyline. And and uh, on the ropes. They oh, they just, you know, was struggle in the nineties, they're if you read comic books from the nineties, they're not great. I mean, Spider Man was great as it is, but it, it still wasn't like as popular as it had been in the sixties and seventies, you know? Eighties mm-hmm. and nineties in comics are considered the Dark Ages. Yeah, not the best, you the know. Shadow realm. Yeah, not the <laughs> best stuff. Um, but even though it produced a lot of the great people that are there now, like Tom McFarlane, Jim Lee, all those guys. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just you, you, kind of these little things that you know you're not going to get to maybe see, maybe not see. I don't know. But the 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 God Butcher. I mean, he he's fighting Odin. I mean, he's very dark. It's very the the, the shadow monsters are in there. Um, Let's see, Thor struggles as a person, you know, a bit, I get it, or God, I guess, but, you know, in that as well. Uh, Jane Foster does have comics, or does have cancer in the comics. Actually, it's called The Mighty Thor, number one, and where she takes over at, it, the storyline is very similar. Oh, in wow. fact, the first page, you see her on the chair mm. getting chemo. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar. That's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think for me, that sparked a lot. Obviously, when I get to see, you know, page to, to picture that's mm-hmm. pretty cool yeah um so there was a lot of that stuff in there i mean the guardians and that stuff that's all is love a character in the comics love is love is a character it's, she's uh like a, a god basically there's she's like got the power of eternity now is that what yeah it is? so it's not like that in the comics there's like obviously there's like a pyramid of like gods right you got the power of eternity you've got like you know and they're all like there's different versions you've got god you got love and all that stuff she's got blonde hair by the way in that surprising but mm. um but yeah, she's a character. She's uh, basically Eternity's like offspring, which mm. is 
But in in the movie, she's Eternity reincarnated. But right. but yeah, so that's the difference between the two. Mm. I'll tell you what, the space stuff in Marvel is really complicated. I mean, you talk, you know, when it comes to like Guardians, because normal space stuff in our world is very simple. I'm so. just saying, like trying to like. <laughs> I'm just saying, very straightforward. Like, yeah. We get it. it, it it's. Just, I'm not saying like like it's really complicated. As in Jordan, you dick. Um, now I gotta like <laughs> explain myself. Um, it, it's complicated. Is you got trying to learn all these names and how these yeah. character origins, and you're dealing with celestials, and you're dealing with all these like like structures of who is where and where's power. You know, like when you're talking about Thanos, he's more of like um, they call him like uh, the god of chaos or goss. You know, because his job is to. You know, he he does not love humanity. He hates humanity. He hates that. Whole, he's almost like very suicidal is what he is, you know, mm. compared to like love who, you know, who. who does love become a villain? No, I don't think so. OK. I, okay. And that's again, you're, you're, this stuff is like 60, 70 stuff. So, you know, mm-hmm. you're really going to have to want to read that stuff mm. and yeah. be in it. But it's it's it is amazing stuff. And it is kind of cool to see and kind of how Marvel had to. And Disney had to kind of navigate through that stuff, but it's always uh, the politics. It's man. always mm-hmm. politics. I will tell you, the only thing that fell off to me was the Guardians at the beginning. To me, that just didn't feel right. Like the whole Chris Pratt looked a little weird to me. His eyes were funky, but really, yeah, he his looked eyes were funky. His eyes looked funky to me. It's like he had been smoking all night or something. Well, hmm. I wouldn't put it past him. He's yeah. like a he's a in a down. Downwards trend, then I guess, but he just th- that whole send off scene was funky to it me. It was, it was that, yeah, that was like the first t- point where I was like, there's something weird about the pacing. Here. It yeah. set the tone, it's for the really whole weird movie because that. it's it like weird. rapid, just quickly, War. okay, we gotta go. Oh, there's a quick little argument here, like maybe some jokes, okay, we gotta now yeah. you give your ship, and it just felt like very weird. And the other thing I noticed about that scene in particular, the one where Thor and, and uh, Star Lord are in front of the ship and mm-hmm. kind of saying their farewells is I felt like both of them, like Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth, were like mimicking Taika Waititi in that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like it felt like their humor, how they were delivering mm-hmm. it, like even like their voice inflections were like, like it's almost like Taika was like behind the camera like, all right, do it like this. But he was. Yeah, yeah. you know? like, <laughs> yeah. And it just felt like not um, like those two characters would do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I- it, and like, Thor's Thor's changed. Like, he has changed. Think about the I intro think, Thor. Like he yeah. was a brute, and now he's yeah. just like a little witty jokester. And like, yeah, dude. And like, completely. that's another thing about this film that I feel like is like worth bringing up is that like, I don't know if he's like they they as like the greater establishment, the Marvel, you know, whatever gods that decide this stuff. I don't know if they've like actually figured out what they want to do with Thor yet. Well, he doesn't know himself. Well, he's part of the old phase, too, so it's like he doesn't really fit in with the new phase coming up unless he's just going to show up and team up with because some kind of character. I, I, I don't understand how like, he would fit are in Are you trying phase. to just make Thor Stark Star-Lord? Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. It's like they're I, very similar. Like, they're yeah. very similar yeah. in, like, their demeanor, in, like, the type of movies that they even do. Like, Thor has the little rock guy. Star-Lord has Groot. Like, they, I feel like they have a lot. They kind of feel the same lane. Do you know who played the rock guy? Taika. Yeah. 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 Also rumored that Taika did the voice of the goats, the screaming. That's what Chris Hemsworth's theory is. Oh, really? Nobody knows where they came from. <laughs> I'm sure it was Taika. He he did do. <laughs> That's definitely Taika. <laughs> Taika did another uh, another voice in there as well. I guess he was um, 
the rock god and when they're in the arena with seeing Zeus. And oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's his people. So he just he yeah. played yeah. it himself. He met again. Dwayne at the end and they yeah. got to have a baby. So. Yeah. Was, By the way, who loved sweet. Russell Crowe being such a pervert? Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. That guy. <laughs> you are not welcome to the orgy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene. I yeah. love Zeus that was so a, much. That was a cool Russell Crowe. And we can't close out without saying fucking Roy Kent is Hercules. I was about to say, her, uh, he, yeah. he looked uh, pretty cool, actually. You I, seen Ted Lasso yet? No. Oh, Jesus man, you got to watch Ted Roy Lasso. Roy Kent's Ted Lasso. Yeah. That's who I was for Halloween. Yeah. He's a savage. Yeah. And the fact that, like, I really wanted to be John Gabris, and I was rooting for that, and I've been... We tried to get him on the show, yeah, too. Yeah, we tried to get him on he the show. He said thank you, but... We've been uh, really pushing that envelope, and mm-hmm. uh, I was disappointed it wasn't him, mm-hmm. but he would have been a fat Hercules, which a fat Zeus and a fat Hercules now is just a, a thing. Mm-hmm. So I get you got to be a fit Hercules, but it's going to be Herc being a villain and being Roy Kent. Yeah, that's exciting. I've, I mean, he's going to be able to pull it off being a villain. He's a villain, pretty much. He's a hard ass. Yeah, football no, player. What? Who are we talking about right now? Are we talking about the guy that plays Ted Lasso? No, no. Roy Kent is like the soccer player that plays for oh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. He's like he's hard in ass. Ted Lasso. He's in okay, Ted Lasso. Okay, okay. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, I was. They're going to have to make him taller bitch. though. Like you know how they made how you notice um, Jane Foster, Natalie Portman was taller. No, I didn't notice that. She, she was way taller than like, Natalie Portman's only like five one. I thought that was just the. The hammer giving her the power. By well, the way, is that like the real power from Odin? That's what made her taller. The real power yeah. from the god. Okay, I don't fucking know. It's By the god. way, I, I just want to say one thing: the <laughs> Mjolnir, like broken apart. I, I love that. that. Was savage. oh my god, bro! The she did fight. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. She would like break it apart and yeah. like shoot it like a Gatling gun, and then pull it back and then reassemble the hammer. It was like, oh shit, bro! Yeah. That was savage. that shit is fire. Yeah. Oh, by the way, so her arms are not CGI, by the way. And they hid that until the end of the movie because she worked out for the movie. So when she's getting Ooh, she chemo, was ripped, that dude. was actually her arms. And the only thing they had to CGI was her height. That's what I was trying to get to. Damn, she, I'm not she, trying she, to she got cut up. <laughs> I'm not trying to, to stunt your game, bro. Stunt my game. Uh, no. So, yeah, I think we're all in. It was, it was it, I mean, you loved it, sounds like. We, I loved we it. We were a little bit on the fence. So the pacing thing didn't bug you at all. I felt the pacing. Did you notice I, it? I noticed it a little, but I guess I didn't think about it like the way you did. I mean, I, I was so in love with the seeing the storylines in the actual comic. And then, I mean, I was laughing, you know, the whole time, too. So I it mean, was it was funny. It's just, yeah, I think Zach's point about the jokes, like not having time to land. It was mm-hmm. just joke, 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 which usually I enjoy. But uh, yeah, it was just quick. No, I understand. I, I totally see what you're saying now. Yeah. What would you guys give it? Uh, I give Out of it 10. I give it a seven. I think oh, it was. Shit. I think it was. It was fun, but I, I wanted more. Yeah, I liked it. I think an eight was for me. Jesus, mm-hmm. you are you guys it? shitting me, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? You just gave it. A, hold on. I get. I hold think on. it was great. Eight okay, was I understand the eight. Mm-hmm. A seven you out of I ten. Should, you think it should be lower? I gave it a three and a half. Mm. <laughs> Bro, you. We, oh, I thought we were on the same page. You. You basically said all these things you didn't like, and then you were like, ah, I give it a well above like five is average i was left unsatisfied but ultimately i thought it was still fun you know it was like a rom-com it wasn't what i wanted but for, as a movie as a whole i don't think wow. it was terrible taika i'm sorry i love taika watiti yeah i, I, I do I wait love do you too. like taika no i love <laughs> and i gave this film a three a three and a half dude that's brutal i thought it was it was not an average it was below average film it was like well below average i think it was I, below average for marvel yeah but and yeah, I, I it, thought there was, was still good, better than Morbius. It wasn't a one. Like I thought it was like there was like good aspects to it, but overall, it wasn't a, a one star trash can. <laughs> it wasn't a one star trash can, but it was it was. Yeah, I just feel like this this was this was Taika coming to Earth a little bit for me. For All sure. right. Well, the pessimist has spoken. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll be right back after this. 
This episode is brought to you by our friends and family at Action City Comics who have been with us from the very beginning. Love you guys. Uh, they have our picture up on the wall in there from 2000 and whenever. That's how long they've been with us. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. And uh, if anybody wants to know where that you can look for them on Instagram, Facebook, they got a new Facebook group coming out where you can do auctions, exclusive books. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we love them to death and we appreciate them. So, Dudroway, Washington. Go say hi to my best friend, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Love you, Action City. With great power comes the absolute certainty that you'll turn into a right cunt. And we're back. <laughs> That's good. I love it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> we're talking one of our favorites this time. The boys. Yeah, the man. The boys. boys are back in town. Yep. Season three. Yeah. Um, me, personally, was very, I was very excited for this. I, I think The Boys is one of the most fun shows that's out there right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's never disappointed for me, personally. It's incredibly gruesome, but we know that going in. Um, and this season did not disappoint me either. I think no. that it continued to build the opening episode. Good God. I think that's the farthest they've gone with the pee hole. And I would say the guy running oh, through the yeah. pee hole. And then yeah. he's sneezing because he did too much coke and just destroys the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you, like, that's your, that's your entrance. I it, loved it. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. And they do such a good job of Get making Get to the, the prostate. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, Billy Butcher and the boys did not disappoint me in season three. I thought it was, it was a fun ride, but I also, um, obviously I think everybody's on the same page. Homelander makes the show. Personally, at least that's where I feel. And <laughs> Homelander's political landscape of this season of like getting the MAGA team on his uh-huh. on his side and like it's the, not like directly MAGA, but like it's like uh, a loose homage right. to like Starlight's yeah. the other side, he's this side, yeah. and like that whole dynamic building up through the show I thought was so relevant and so f- yeah. so enjoyable. Yeah. And the fact that his gruesome brutality was accepted is a whole turn that I did not expect. Which, But it's a genius turn. It though. is. Because it's like, I think that, um, I, I'm not going to get too political, but like there is like things that happen where you would think like, oh my God, like in real life, like, oh, he's got to be out at, after that. Yeah. But I think like, Trump. Surprisingly, <laughs> it like garnered more like, oh yeah, dude, locker room talk. That's fucking awesome. Like that type <laughs> yeah. of shit, you know? So I felt like it was like a genius like, Oh, you think he made a mistake because he killed somebody? That, but actually, people are like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. And then it's like, "Holy shit!" This yeah. is where we're going. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I, I, I thought the uh, the entrance of Soldier Boy was was interesting. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jensen uh, Eccles or something like Jensen that. Jensen Eccles. Yes, his character was great from Supernatural. Supernatural. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I thought it was. They have mentioned Soldier Boy. Previously, right in the previous season, I think so. It I wasn't think, like just thrown in there. At, no, at this, I think stage. you have to. I mean, there's things that I, I I'm trying to think about that were kind of like in season one, and they kind of like mixed it. You know, that you can kind of season one and season two. For they, me, I think they definitely mentioned Soldier Boy in like season one. I so think difficult so to decipher the difference between season one and season two. For, <laughs> like this is just a, a thrill ride. Like I don't think there's like epic storylines in each season. No, dude, I don't know, bro. Well, hold on. Hold the phone. Well, actually, Storm Stormlight Front Stormfront in season Stormfront two was like was the, fucking big. Was the big season two? She yeah. was great too. She was and amazing. Her character in this was just so heartbreaking, but like fucking weird. So so weird. <laughs> She's jacking about. Oh god. <laughs> and like tears, like single <laughs> tears are falling. It's so fucking weird, dude. Oh man. Oh my god. The one thing I will say about this show is that because I haven't read the comics past uh, volume two. Like, yes, we read like, the first uh, two. The, uh, 12 or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 
I don't. I I am always surprised. Like I think it's going in a direction. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I love that. And, yeah. And it, honestly, it hasn't like taken a direction where I've dis- been disappointed. Yeah. Um. I thought that I liked every storyline in this season. I thought that obviously. I even kind of liked Huey's storyline. Like he he gets a superpower. I fucking love Huey. Like, I loved Huey's yeah. story. Well, he gets Huey's a superpower and he still winds up being embarrassed. Yeah, yeah he's he just naked every time. <laughs> yeah, but he would be an escape artist. Like if there was a superpower, yeah. I feel like I feel like the compound V like just exemplifies something that's already yeah, in, yeah. you know, and yeah. I think that's cool. And like A Train storyline was really powerful to me. I thought that was good. Yeah, I, I thought it was him. actually really well done. Like him, him and his brother and yeah, Blue and, Hawk or whatever his name and is. And his brother getting hurt, and then like him like can't run anymore and then him like deciding that like, he was gonna like kill himself to kill this yeah, guy I thought it was really cool yeah and the deep storyline is hilarious <laughs> yep fucking Christ yeah. that guy. too deep his yeah. girl comes back at him with it uh, obviously uh, Homelander's storyline was, was incredible and I love the dynamic of the, the he was working for the politics political yeah. side and then you find out it was she was the villain the whole time the only real storyline that didn't take for me was Frenchie and what's the what's the girl's name Kimiko Kimiko, Kimiko yeah. that storyline I could, eh, you know, it is what it is. I, I feel like I want more Frenchie though. I like Frenchie as a character. I feel like they're just watering. I'm him ready down. for Frenchie to take some compound V. Yeah, they're watering him down so much. Like season one, Frenchie was a savage. Yeah, and yeah. now he's just kind of like this. Or, Kimiko's. or maybe not take compound V. Actually, as I say this and think about this out loud, I think I just want Frenchie to be like an assassin, but like a human assassin, like like just a like beast. what he's supposed to be, like basically Kimiko without powers, but and, like he becomes kind of a damsel. Exactly, in, in like yeah, a lot of ways. Kimiko has to protect him, and she like yeah. gets rid of, the, loses her powers, and she gets it back. And yeah, I have a whole question about that too. With Soldier Boy's powers, like making other people lose their powers, is that like that was just kind of weird to me? Like a explosion makes you lose your powers. Um, I did think the finale fell short for me. Um, I didn't, I didn't love how it ended. I, I, I think that him and like the Homelander and his kid part, like that was like that's gonna set up a goddamn great story for yeah. season four. But like the final fight, I don't know the, like the, the looks they gave each other and like team up on this guy and they're teaming up on this guy and like, and then Ma or Maeve comes through and that was cool, but then mm-hmm. she doesn't die. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a perfect exit for her, but she yeah, survived. I agree. And her surviving kind of made, made me feel like they pulled that punch. I also will say while we're on this point on that, that final fight, like, I think that, um, what I, I wanted to see, and I'm sure like the audience wanted to see is like a full out to the death showdown between Homelander and soldier boy. Yeah. Even if, even if it didn't actually end with one of those characters dying, even if it didn't end that way, I needed a moment where like everybody else got tied up doing something else or some other reason they couldn't be involved. And those two just went at it. Like, Father versus son. center ring. It's like, it's like, if you're a wrestling fan, like there's always two giant wrestlers and they're always like fighting other people and they're always like all season. And then at WrestleMania, you always get that main event where it's just like this guy versus <laughs> this guy, the rock versus stone cold fucking Steve Austin. Everybody move out of the way and let's watch these guys go at it. I feel like that's what we, I wanted. Yeah. And too. we never got it. No. Like they all, they, they were always busy doing something else like fighting other and butcher's cool, but like butcher's a B league fighter in this scenario. Oh, yeah. Like I wanted like this is cosmic. I wanted like the Goldberg versus Undertaker fucking <laughs> match Keep moment. These you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I never got so that's that's why I fell flat for me. Yeah. I agree. That with that. that that particular sequence. Right. That right. particular sequence. The 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 whole season was great, I thought. Yeah. And I thought it was really smart and I thought it was really 
gruesome and really funny. Yeah. Um, but that that just fell a little flat for me as well. But ultimately, I think my favorite moment was I love the dynamic of he was trying to save Starlight the mm-hmm. entire time. Like, I just want to protect you. I just want to save you. And I don't need any protection. And then yeah. he, he c- contemplates taking the vial. Then he actually just, like, no. And he elevates the electricity. And then she gets super powerful. Like, that gave me chills. I thought that was such a cool moment. I thought it was a cool moment, too. And I, I thought it gave Starlight, like, her first moment where I thought that she was more than just, like, Starlight reminds me of uh, Jubilee. Jubilee, yep. Where it's, like, 100%. Fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and it's like, you don't really do anything. You know, you just kind of like make sparkles. And her eyes glow. And your eyes glow, you yeah. know. And so, like, for that, it was cool because in that moment, it was like, from a story perspective, now they have something to work with where it's like, no, she actually can can do some damage. Now, here's the thing. In that big, great moment, she levitates. She starts, like, lightning all over, and she has, like, one attack. And they attack, like, pushes him down for a second right you know and then all the and then and then she like is all, all tired so at the end of the day she's still jubilee right like which sucks but i <laughs> but thought it was like a fly. cool moment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so ultimately what are your thoughts i gave my whole spiel um i mean i think that homelander has become uh one of the best characters on tv mm-hmm. and has entered into one of the best characters of all time with this season, powerful, wow. honestly, wow. powerful in stuff. a big in a big way. Um, best villains too. I mean, like he's he's up there in the upper echelon. Best characters, best villains. Like he's iconic. Mm-hmm. He's an iconic character. Um, Anthony Starr. I, I thought that um, like I, I've normally like not loved the the gruesomeness of shows. Like for shock value alone, I've always kind of felt like that was like kind of cheap. It's always but, been a thing, a thorn in your side. Yeah, but <laughs> what I've realized about this particular series is that. They're pretty fucking creative, dude. Like, <laughs> yes, they with, are. they're not just like giving you like blood and guts for the sake of blood and guts. They're like willing to do like real dark creative shit, like climbing up the pee hole and then like <laughs> blowing that dude up. And it's like Jesus, that's like really pushing the line. But it's also like, bro, but it's so creative, you know. Yeah. And, and it's all, it's enjoyable because of that. So I feel like they do it in a in a way that keeps me engaged at least and keeps me wanting to see more and also keeps me guessing. Like I feel like. Have you guys seen those like memes where it's like always keep him guessing and it's just like a sequence of like doing stuff that you wouldn't expect. Like he'll shoot a basketball, but then the basketball will like turn into a knife and then the knife will go into the tar. Like, have you seen those before? No. Anyway, I, I so that's like a thing that the kids are doing these days. <laughs> oh, on the the kids. Yeah. Uh, the the father's. Yeah. 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 Anyway, by the way, I just bought a pressure washer yesterday. Bro. I saw that outside. Fire. Oh, dude, oh God. I, uh, oh, fuck me. I totally was thinking about getting a pressure washer today. Jeez, Good Lord. Dude. You got it. You don't have a kid yet. You Oh, the pressure washer. Um, anyway, but I feel like the boys, uh, it just keeps you on your toes in that sense. Like, even if you have an idea of, like, where the plot is going from a direction standpoint, how they get there is always, like, just, like... Pfft, it is chaotic. No idea, it's dude. Chaotic. And there's, like, bumps in the road and twists and turns yeah. from that perspective. Like, herogasm, bro. Like, amazing. Like, it's just mm-hmm. so good. So if you can... Get past that gruesomeness and all that stuff. It's it's amazing, dude. It really is a great, great show with great characters. One of the most iconic characters I've ever seen. Homelander. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I think there's like a real um, cool adversarial like uh, uh, relationship between Butcher and Homelander. Um, yeah, man. And you want to watch me have a wank? Really trust your tenor. <laughs> Butcher's an amazing character too, so in his own right. Yeah. So I loved it. I loved it. Um, I thought it did. 
everything I expected, like I already, it's one of those shows where I go in with pretty high expectations and then for it to still like beat those expectations is like quite a feat. Yeah. So I'm waiting for it, it was, to kind of it flop was good. and it's just not. Yeah. It yeah. was good. Yeah. It, I mean, I've been watching a lot of the interviews that the um, cast gets to do, you know, they get jump on Jimmy Kimmel, they jump on, you know, uh, <clears throat> all the other ones. And, and a lot, all of them are saying, Hey, you're kind of lucky to be on the, on the boys congratulations you know to be on the boys and um arnold kimmel saying that like all the anytime they get it like they go do an interview they're like congratulate that's an amazing show and even arnold uh schwarzenegger's son is is bit was be is on it was on there doing an interview and he's been congrats he's like congratulations because they're gonna do a spinoff and he's gonna be on the spinoff yeah do you guys see this no i did you guys see see this? this it's called um generation v yes yes and it's a it's about College kids. Oh yeah, it's like all an X-Men. on generation. Yeah, kind of yeah, all yeah. On So Arnold Schwarzenegger's son's gonna. It's kind of like the boys' Teen Titans, yeah. but it's like yeah. they're in college, yeah. and I think they like pushed the age to that age specifically because they're like it's gonna be gnarly, it's gonna you know, be, and we can't yeah. like have a Teen Titans and be gnarly. So like the promos <laughs> I've seen, like they said college kids at least like six times in like a two <laughs> two minute ad spot like so yeah. frat bros just yeah. going wild frat bros, yeah. Yeah. yeah so i i i think it's become its own brand now and i think people got over the because it, it is pretty gruesome i love it i'm laughing the whole time yeah. i'm freaking like i'm i'm working and i'm watching i'm just screaming out loud yeah, like it's good whoa it's yeah. almost like a satire to gruesomeness though like, yeah it's like the things that bug you are like they're making fun of them because they're not creative enough. And like, yeah, let's do it right. Maybe, maybe you're right. I never thought about it that way, but like, yeah, I mean, I, cause I think that I've been pretty consistent in my criticism mm-hmm. of like gruesome for the sake yeah, of gruesomeness. Yeah. Right. Um, like Preacher, you were not a fan of it. Yeah, I wasn't season. a fan of it. I thought it, yeah, I didn't think you it was You were hard creative. on the first season, too, of The Boys, too. Like, you were hard, and you're like, how was, was I? Yeah, because we Comic were, you were, for sure. The com- yeah, because the, the comic, you, they, it was really, really gruesome. And I do remember you saying on this on the season, too, you're like, well, they're, they're just going to shock value. You, you, yeah. You, that, so yeah. you know what is consistent between the two of these, uh, Preacher and The Boys, is Seth Rogen. That's true. So maybe That's how he makes his money. Yeah, something he That's how he makes that money. I don't know. I think for... For the record, I think that they're creative enough with this gruesomeness that mm-hmm. I'm not in the camp of like. This I would have never thought about putting a little uh, shrinking down and. I going can't in a even penis imagine hole. how. I would have never thought that. of that. Seth smokes a lot of weed, so he he's probably got some just ideas. some random hallucination. Yeah. like what would happen if I was able this little? Is he a producer? Or? Yeah, he's a producer. Garth Ennis is is the boys, and Garth Ennis is also preacher. So like, it is similar themed, but I think preacher is a little more serious. And this is just like let's fucking let it rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's definitely more appealing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as for like going through and seeing if it matches the comic book, it does not. It's completely okay. different. Yeah, dude. It's different. Yes. I mean, Nor himself is oh, is actually uh is like a clone of Homelander of Homelander. Yeah. And so that's why Homelander like I said them. this in our season I one that. boys I episode. That. We talked about and that. And I got a lot of fucking blowback on the internet for <laughs> for ruining that for people. Yeah. People messaged me like yeah. pissed. They're like, I can't believe you fucking told me that spoiler So now I'm happy that like I'm past that. Yeah. And like, hey, yeah. I'm just telling you what the comics did. They're not doing what the comics did. There, it's completely different. I'm Her- exonerated. Yeah, Hugh Grasm was in the comics. Um, Your brother was leading that charge, by the I, way. Of course he was. Still uh, leading the charge to say fuck the Mariners and on a 13 game winning streak. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, it's it's completely different. I think that's I think that's maybe maybe they kind of let the writers Amazon just let the writers do what they're needed to do and let the cast do what they. And that's this is so, so funny good. how Amazon is producing the show and it's all about like the man controlling everything like. 
with uh, what's it? Vault. What's the what's the company called? Oh, a uh, Vault America, or the is it I, Vault? No, it's no, not Vault. Uh, Vault. It's Voight or something. No, it's not. Now Voight. I can't think of it. Why can't I think of his name? Wow, dude. Oh, wait, uh, the owner of the company? No, the company. The company. Oh, uh, the uh, owns um, fucking the the seven. American. Oh my gosh, now I can't think of okay. it. Okay, well, wow, man. I'll anyways, look it up. <laughs> anyways, like the fact that they're like portraying like this superpower company as an evil force is isn't like, it Vought? It's Vought. That's what it is. Yeah, Vault okay. America. Vault America. Yeah, like Amazon is Vought if there's anything, and that's <laughs> yeah. the one's producing yeah. this again. Like it's yeah. almost like a uh, whatever. But. I think Amazon's so big that they're not checking anybody. That's like why would they? Well, this is making a money because of shit. Yeah. yeah, which is great. I mean, that's yeah. fucking yeah, dude. Like, let creative people do creative shit. Like, yeah. don't check them. Yeah. So, do you think you? My my question with Noir specifically is: This is my one note for the season. He got wrecked by Soldier Boy, like shield to the face, like the whole like cartoon version of it. Yeah, he didn't even fight in the. But in he the got season. he got his like face like crashed mm-hmm. in, his brains leaking out of his skull, and he heals. Mm-hmm. Homelander ripped his intestines out. Yeah. He can't recover from that. Like, is he gonna be actually? I don't know. Dead? I I don't know. That's the thing. I thought maybe. I thought there was some like trickery to it. I thought maybe you know maybe yeah. that wasn't maybe actually there is. Nor. He could have ripped his head off, but he ripped. It his just seems so out. simple. And Nor was so strong in the you know yeah. in the comics, and and I mean maybe he's not as strong in the in the show. But I thought maybe that was kind of some trickery. Like Nor Nor knew something bad with like didn't trust Homelander himself. Like he seems so soft. He loved him. It, he wasn't really like that before, and all of a sudden he is. Like I felt like that was some like he sent like a not him that. Oh, you think it was gave. a. Like well, a, a well, decoy. But there's one thing he did say, and this is this is one thing I do love about the boys in Homelander. I mean, I love a lot of things, but mm-hmm. like, I can see I can, when Homelander's getting pissed at uh, the government lady. He's like, mm-hmm. I can hear your lazy fingers touching your, touching your phone. Put it down. And he's like, she's over there. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, everybody thinks you're a mystery. I can see through the mask. I see your deformed face and your crooked smile. Like you don't, you can't hide secrets from me. So he saw him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. think it was a decoy. Like that's like his powers are so intense. And I think that that's something that, like, a Superman movie would never take that leap. Like, they would never say, like, he can do all this, really. Mm-hmm. But Homelander, they, they, they don't forget about those little details that I always forget about. Like, yeah. he can hear heartbeats. Like, mm-hmm. he can literally see through walls. Like, mm-hmm. He can do everything. Yeah. And they take advantage of that. I think yeah. that's so cool. I don't yeah, know. I just didn't too. feel like Nor. That was Nor. I mean, it just did I, not feel I think like him. that now that we're talking about this, like, my note was, like, I hated how they, like, how Nor died. I think yeah, that there's a lot simple. of mystery. I thought he was, was going like, to join the battle. There's a lot of like uh, unexcavated story. Mm-hmm. Never with seen that him character. go full force. No, he's got to come back, bro. Yeah, I, I think they're I they're setting it up it. as a tw- as a twist. How do you let and him if die? They, and, if they and do, and if Queen he doesn't, then right. I think they're making a mistake. Yeah. yeah, somebody had to die, and if it was Nora, I don't. That doesn't make sense. It should have been Maeve, bro. It should have been. Yeah, and, and here, how do you lose your powers mid-flight from a twenty-two story fall and survive? Unless like she didn't lose her powers till after she fell, but like that explosion. Essentially, it would make her lose her powers. Right? Yeah, his yeah. explosion killed every other and then super she villain. Falls, yeah, how did she survive? And that? then she yeah. survives that. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. There's a lot of questions I have. I about. think what they should have done at the end of that fight, like when I saw Maeve kind of go in to to take that uh, explosion and push him out of the building, I instantly was disappointed because I wish it would have been Homelander. I think home like there was an opportunity for Homelander to like this is my son because like kind of in that sequence he was like uh, the obviously the bad guy, but like it was kind of like. Oh, this is kind of turning because yeah. now they're both like Butcher and Homelander are trying to protect this kid. Right. And so like he's kind of shifting uh, sides a little bit. Yeah. So if Homelander like did something heroic for a change, I think that would have been like spicy little twist. 
to the character. Well, yeah. So was, I was disappointed that Maeve, even if Butcher did it, like if Huey did it, I think that that would have been more interesting because Maeve is just such a B character, a character that like to have this big moment, like I guess that's cool. But like, and then for her to survive it, like it pulled the punch and I just feel like. And if she survives uh, that. It just didn't land, bro. If she like, survives it wasn't great. that, their plan to kill Homelander wouldn't have worked because Homelander's definitely going to survive it. No, yeah. I mean, they took it took Butcher and it took uh, Soldier Boy to really put a mark on him and and then Huey at the same like he almost beat those two which I think that final scene could have that should have been like the end instead of at Herogasm they like moved that fight scene a little bit too early I thought like you guys were saying like maybe move that fight scene when the three of them are actually fighting and punching and hitting him like it took all their strength to even like barely hold him but down but they got him though but they, they got him for they a second got, that was close they had him down yeah that sure. was close but I mean it takes a lot to to beat Homelander. I, I don't know how I feel about the Compound V being accessible to the boys. Well, I don't like how... I don't... What? Be, you didn't like that? I like that they like that. I, I don't know like how, how I feel make... about it, honestly, because I, I, I like the idea that they're attacking him without powers, and now that they're just matching their level, it's like, that takes like, kind of the fun out of it. But, like, when they were attacking without powers, like, it was like, were they really even attack? Like They're he, throwing spitballs. Yeah, like, dude, it yeah. was like the... Sti- it was like so... They Not pull the mismatched. gas like they when they went for Noir, they pull the gas line in the house, they trap him in the house, they blow it up, like yeah. didn't kill him. But that was strategic. It was kind of cool. Yeah. And now yeah. it's just like laser beams on laser beams. And uh, it is in the book fun. though that they get it. I it mean, is. It yeah, is. No, Huey I get does it. that whole thing when he puts his hand through someone, it actually does happen in the comic book. I liked it. I liked it. And I also but I, I think what they did is they, they introduced stakes for it. Like they're like, okay, so if you it take will, V yeah. three times, then you're you're, you're fucked. And Butcher's like fucked, basically. He's like, gonna, you think he's gonna actually die? He has like what, ten months or twelve months or six months, or uh, a year and a half or something. I like that. don't, I don't know. I, I don't think he dies. I don't think he dies, and I think the reason why is because, like, I mean, maybe from a plot perspective, like it would make sense for that to happen, but like. You can't lose that character. You can't lose Butcher and you can't lose Homelander. If no. you lose either of those, the show's over. Yeah, I don't think you can lose Huey. They're either. both antagonists I as well. I hope we lose Huey. <laughs> but you can't, dude. You, like, you want to get rid of Jack Quaid? I don't. I don't care love. about. Huey. I get that you don't care, but like, if Huey, <laughs> imagine the story without Huey. No, I know he's the bar. I get it. You need him. I know you need yeah. him. I'm just or saying, else you need somebody to take his position. Personally, I wouldn't care. I, I, I get. I get. He has to be there though. So yeah, he has to be there. They really like. I'm glad MM Eminem or whatever M-M. didn't Mother's die. Milk. I'm glad that I don't know, bro. Mother's die. milk. You notice he doesn't drink mo- mom's milk. Mother's milk. Or, no, uh, that's like his name doesn't make you any know who sense. does Because in the comics, Homelander. Oh, yeah. Because in the comics, um, he's milking the cow. <laughs> that's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Homelander's so fucking weird, dude. <laughs> it's so good, he's dude. Drinking the bucket. It's so good, <laughs> and how he drinks the milk is like he like. Like, uh, puts his tongue in the bottle. Oh, what's God. best is he tried to, like, explain it. Oh, I was just trying to help. Like, why do you need to explain <laughs> shit? Yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to help. <laughs> He's clearly doing some weird shit. But that's like, the You cool know when you're thing. caught doing weird shit, you got to, like, immediately just be like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> it's like, uh, his like one weakness. in his laptop. You're like, what are you watching? Yeah. His one, or his, he has two weaknesses. He has no family, and that's all he wants. And he's so considerate of public opinion. Like, yeah. That's what Starlight wielded against him the entire she time. She had so much yeah. power against him. Yeah. And he Her was so nervous about I love when she tricked him. him into that that like live video when he was uh, like saying the most vile <laughs> shit. And then he, she gets in the elevator and he's like, you didn't tell me we were practicing our lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious. I love that. Part his fucking smile. His Dude. face for smile is 
just iconic. Bro, bro so he's good. like the perfect casting too. Like Anthony, how Anthony he Star is, like is with amazing. like his smile, like and he'll have like these slight like mm-hmm. muscle spasms throughout yeah. his face his when he's smiling, so and intense. it's just like, dude, you are like literally. Oh my, like, I believe you, bro. Yes. Like it's amazing. Yes, it's it's just great. I mean, the show is good, but this character, like, <laughs> icon, For icon. Sure. I agree. So we want more Frenchie next season. Homelander and his kid are going to be obviously a big part of it. Yeah, I want that kid the, to die. The new lady, the head popper, she's now VP. I want her to die too. That's going to be a huge. She's thing. annoying. Yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a lot of storylines that are going to be great next season. As I in, think. like, I want the character, not the person. Just Thanks for specifying. I just want to make sure I yeah. specify. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we go out, Oi, Stevie, fucking wonder. Will you knock it off? You're doing me fucking head in. <laughs> Butcher's still great. He Butcher's still great. We and Butcher still Butch. has that iconic, like, side face thing that he does, like, oh, with the camera. Yeah. Like, he'll be like, you know, like, what's the plan? Blah, 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 blah. And then he'll have, like, a one-liner side face situation that's like, oi. Yeah. Like, we're going to fuck him up, you know? And it's just, like, <laughs> yeah. so cool. Yeah, He's it, just cool. And the fact that it's Carl Urban. Carl Urban is, is, is a cheeky person. Like, he... Is synonymous for knowing to play pranks like on his cast members. Oh, really? Fuck, like he he's really good friends with Vigo Morrison. If you watch, there's an interview where he talked about how he's friends with or Aragorn. Yeah, and he uh, Dude, what the fuck has he been doing? I don't know. Living fat chicks. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I can't even talk when you do this. Shit. <laughs> yep, that's and uh, on no. that note. Yeah, thank everyone. We'll, uh, we'll oh, we'll take... be right back after this. God. Hello, Hopheads. We just want to take a quick moment to shout out our friends over at Hops Geek News. Hoppy Mommy and Mash have a podcast where they drink beer as well, and turns out they talk about nerd shit. So if you're enjoying this, you'll enjoy them. Uh, you can find them on the Hops News platform, anywhere you can find podcasts. And uh, I think when we went toe-to-toe to woman the nerd. battle and they knowledge. did they did technically beat us but like i kind of have a beef with that because they removed jr who's part of our team that's like, true that's so it's true. like why would you why were, why are we tying an arm behind our like of course you and me don't know what we're talking yeah, about so like it's been i got a life. beef with that i feel like we need a rematch and i think we should have jr yeah it wasn't that bad though it was close it was closer than we than we thought it wasn't that bad that's encouraging we lost <laughs> but we, we we it was close this was supposed to be an ad spot for hawks geek news and instead it's it just a, a fucking challenge challenge, <laughs> a challenge. We're throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> so we'll Halloween, see you back out there. 2022. Matter of fact, don't even go fucking listen to this, guys. <laughs> just, just stay right here. No, we love them. Love you guys. Check yeah. them out. Ooh. Ooh. Can we talk about Kate Bush? I'd love to talk about Kate Bush. How incredible she is. Yeah. I can't believe... Imagine being in Kate Bush's place where... I think the song this came feels, out. In, this feels so bandwagony. In '87, and wasn't a hit. My mom's a huge '80s fanatic. Yeah, this was I, not a hit. I played this for my mom. She's never heard of it. Really? No way. And she dude. loves the '80s. I knew about it, but I only the only reason I knew about it is because uh, Placento wrote Placenta? it. Placento. Placebo. Placebo. We're talking about kids too much. Oh my Placebo. god! Christ. Placento. <laughs> Placento. No, it's, it's called Plac- Placido. Did a, a a great cover of that song, and that's how I knew. About oh, okay. It. Yeah. Well, maybe it had its its fame, but like it was nowhere near where it is today on oh, top yeah. of billboards, oh, top yeah. downloads, Spotify. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like she makes a couple 
Yeah, there's like the and honestly, good for Kate Bush. It's so sick because yeah. like she's just like eating this revenue out of nowhere. And they made bro. this whole season really about her song. Like it's so poignant. Yeah. Yeah. the entire storyline. Yeah. yeah, we're talking Stranger Things. If you guys don't know what it is, um, but before we go into Stranger Things, we haven't talked about what we're drinking yet, Zach. Yeah, man. So what I'm drinking is Freak King Imperial IPA from our flagship Silver City in Bremerton. Um, it's a limited edition. And it's a goddamn 9.5. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a heavy hitter. It's a heavy hitter. I had hitter. one of those, and I was just like, oof. <laughs> Imperial IPA. Lord. Uh, so it's got the heavy, you know, the caramel, the smoke, yeah. the chocolate. It's not overly bitter, which I enjoy. It's it's definitely, you can taste that you're drinking a 9.5, though. What's yeah. an India Pale? Like, what's the India? Why do they say India Pale? Ooh, I know pale. this. Do you know this one? Go ahead. Okay. So um, an IPA mm-hmm. is a, a way of brewing where they use more hops mm-hmm. so you get like a like a hop I'm probably gonna butcher this if you're a brewery person. <laughs> you're gonna billy but butcher it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna billy butcher this. Anyway, so Indian Pale Ale is um a reference to how they used to transport beer. Because they used to like sail with beer mm-hmm. from uh the colonies in uh Europe to India, which okay. they had colonized. And it was like a long trip and the the beer would spoil mm. over over that trip. So what they did is they would like just fill it full of like hops and alcohol and just to keep it like, and then it produced like a certain flavor of beer, which was more alcoholic kind of bitter uh, and had that, that uh, aesthetic to it. And today that's what an IPA is. in oh. Pale Ale. It's like, go, it's like a nod to um, how they would basically transfer beer. Like the way they would brew it to transfer so it from Europe to India. Oh, cool. That's very cool history, actually. That is very cool. And yeah. I know that, like, the hazy IPA is, like, the new generation, and that's a very Yeah, new that's a England, new thing. Very New England, and their shelf life's even shorter. Like, their shelf life is, like, because hazy is pretty much unfiltered. Like, right out of the silo, you get it. Yeah. And that's what keeps, like, you see, like, the floating bits, and you see it's got that haze to it, and it's yeah. very fresh. Um, it's been a definitely huge trend lately. I'm kind of over the hazy trend. I think uh, uh, Yeah, was, I am, was, too. It was very hot for a second there. But what I will say is I'm very excited to see you drink a beer, because I know you've been on a little bit of a... A cleanse. I went on a spirit quest. I went on a spirit journey. <laughs> but I'm Zach back. does. It does. Probably That's biannually. True. Yes. Um, Every other year. <laughs> I respect that. So. Hey, man, you know, everybody's hey. got their own journey. Yeah. So that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking, Zach? I'm drinking a beer I've been holding on to since before my spirit quest started. It's been <laughs> like six months since I've had a beer. Can I just say cheers to that? Hey. That's very yeah. impressive. Yeah, man. Six Half months a year. a beer. Oh, let me get my water. Yeah, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Jerry, uh, you want to try this? Sure, this, try this was a uh, beer that was gifted to me. Um, while I was on my spirit Ooh, quest, and good. it's uh really? like from that. Barlow Brewery, Barlow which I've never Brewery. even heard of before. Where's Barlow located? I don't know, dude. Oh. I don't know anything about this beer. This was a gift. We should have Googled this before we well, started the segment. Keep going. I'll Google it while you're All talking. All right. Um, and this is a freestyle ripping hazy IPA, as we just talked about oh, how we, we were over, on hazies. over hazies. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> it's from Barlow Brewery, <laughs> so maybe, you know, as as us Barlows do, we, we do things a little bit differently, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit better. You're not going to like the sound of this. Uh, it's Vancouver, Washington. Which is oh, that's cool. From, permanently closed. Oh. No way. So oh, you're, this just got sad. That's what Google said. Oh man, I have, oh. a, I have such dude, a dude. So this is like this, this is like last. Oh wow. shit! Why did I open it? Oh, no. okay. Well, I'll try it. Now you can't bash on it, man. We're seeing breweries close all over. It's kind of sad a little bit. It's very sad, but we're also seeing breweries pop up everywhere. That's true. Ooh. So it's lighter than I thought it was going to be. Okay, it's lighter than I thought it was going to be. It's like kind of got like a like a crisp kind of aftertaste, like a cider almost like a kind of Ooh, lager cider? cidery situation oh, like interesting um, try it? 
I don't really feel like it tastes like a hazy at all. I like when you say it cider, It tastes like though. crispy to yeah. me. Like light and crispy. I get crispy. the cider piece. Yeah. yeah. Jared, try it. Maybe it's because it's been sitting in your fridge for six months. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. wine? Yeah. It's fermented to a mead. Yeah. Ooh. Like, that's really good. Ooh, it's yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah, it's it's good. Kind of, we were bashing on hazies, and this is that a great hazy because like it doesn't taste like a hazy. It's not overly sweet. It has a little tart to it. Mm-hmm. A little tart. Like nope. Tart. No real bitter. No. No, no real bitter. bitter at all. A crisp kind of, like, dissolvy finish, like, oof, air turns into a cloud. Boop. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's good. What's I like it a lot. on that beast? Does it have it on the can? Oh, in the back. There you go. Six. Okay. Powerful enough. Yeah. 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 So it's respectable. Did you guys know the uh, highest, highest producing beer region in the world? Is it Washington? Portland. Is it really? Is it Portland? Number and two? Munich. Munich. Wow. So we beat, oh, Germany. We beat that Germany. makes sense. We beat them. I wouldn't go That's to Portland cool. right yeah. now, though. That's crazy down there. I mean, we're in Seattle. Pretty goddamn close. Uh, all right, so let's go into the finale of the episode, Stranger Things. The finale? Yeah, straight man. There. Oh, my God. Not the finale of the season, the finale of our episode. Oh, okay. Stranger Things. I'm okay. saving the best for last, in my opinion. I think that everybody that's listened to our show prior to this new run knows how we feel about Stranger Things. Duffer Brothers have been crushing it yep. since day one. And I might go out and say season four was my favorite. I think that's like not even saying that much, man. It was <laughs> like I I think that anybody that says differently, that's like the unpopular opinion. At it's this point. incredible. Yeah, it was so well done. Yeah, I think that the storylines they had like four different storylines going on, and the way they cut between them was smooth. There was no issue in transition. Yeah, the villain was incredible. There was no drop off either. Like I think that when you have these multiple storylines that are like going on. Oftentimes I find that I really love like one of them or two of them and then it'll cut to like a starlight story where I'm just like <laughs> less interested, yeah. you know, I'm just like, oh, okay. In this particular season, I didn't feel that for any of them. Like I was just like these are all really really good. I felt like Mike's storyline could have been eh, but outside I mean it wasn't bad at all though. And speaking of Mike's storyline, the pizza dude that was with him was our boy Thomas Kellogg good friend from bitches with internet. Mm-hmm. So shout out to you. Shout GK. out. Yeah. yeah. Your homie's famous. Yeah. And now we're riding your coattails. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I thought we'll it call was you later. so such a goddamn good season. And Vecna was a dark wizard as the, like the way that they take D and D trends and themes and put them into a show about the eighties and make it relevant to today. is just like, it's like hitting every spot, it's scratching every itch for me because I'm, I'm a big fan of all that stuff. And Vecna was just such a powerful villain in the way they tie it into Eleven's origin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God, chef's kiss. Like, yeah. just I so, loved Eleven. So loved cool. Eleven. And Eleven's piece, we're talking about separate storylines, yeah. like her entire like flashing back to where she came from and, and this guy, like number one, is like there for her and mm-hmm. like protecting her mm-hmm. and then like completely out of nowhere – turns into be I mean maybe some people saw it coming I thought it was really well done like I thought it was a pretty good surprise yeah. Yeah. yeah I just I and the and the powers and the the brutality of the murders mm-hmm. that is raised in the air and then music being the cure and I just want to do cool. it again <laughs> I just can't I can't get over how they like, how they combated the beast. How many uh, times have you listened to that song? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that, 
on top of that, <laughs> Steve Harrington and Nancy Wheeler have a rekindling. Oh, a little yeah. ass. Which I've been fighting for since day fucking one because Steve the Harrington is my boy and Jonathan. And he's like, really had a like a, a, a redemption arc. The incredible the yeah. best story arc in the series, in my opinion, is Steve Oof, Harrington. Yeah. He has gone from Yes, he he's had a cool arc. Tool bag prep boy to fucking humbled tail between his legs hot dog soft serve guy to babysitter back to ultimate hero and he had the ultimate hero movie or moment in the first season when he swirled the bat around and fought the gar- uh gargantuan or whatever mm-hmm. they call it the gorgon mm-hmm. whatever but what but do they call it the uh demogorgon, demogorgon. demogorgon. Yeah. he had that moment but then he's like circled all the way back and like when he took his shirt off and just dove in the lake when they're going back to find that that gate. Like, God damn, I'm so glad they circled back. I'm so glad Nancy finally sees, which is odd because she's actually dating Jonathan in real life, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't I don't get it. <laughs> Jonathan's just the worst. But <laughs> so happy to see Steve come back. And when he – so I had a I, – I watched that episode where he goes into the water and then he gets taken by those bats and he's fighting them off and the episode ends. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to go to bed. So I had to go up, get up in the morning, and I didn't know what was going to happen to Steve. And I was, scared? I was stressed for like <laughs> 13. I mean, I slept, and then I was stressed for 12 hours in the daytime before I watched the next episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if Steve would have gone, I would have yeah. rioted. Yeah. Oh, you love this guy. Dude, yes. <laughs> but also, he has a great He's a great musician, Joe, DJO. He has a great music trend. Like, he was in a band, then he went solo, and, like, he's he's just so talented. And I just think that he has such a cool character. And he's I didn't even stuff. know he did music. The actor does music? Yeah. Joe Keery is the actor's name, and he's actually, he's a musician, and he's also in other stuff that's really great. But not getting on the Steve train yet. Um, we'll, we'll park that for a second. But I just <laughs> thought that this season was so good, and every character had their moments. Yeah. Like, Max mm-hmm. became, I used to be kind of annoyed by Max's storyline. Yeah. And I really loved it. They mm-hmm. brought Billy back for some dark things. Like, that was really cool, because I yeah. love Billy, too. Yeah. Like, they hit every step of the way. I don't, I don't think they missed in yeah. this entire season. Yeah. I I think that, um, I think that, like, I first of all, let me say I loved it. And I, I don't want to, like, say anything that everybody's already said because this is, like, a, a great – everybody loves this. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So I just want to get straight to, like, the parts where I think might be a little bit interesting. Um, oh. Oh, the four the oh. four dongs. Oh. Wait, that came out sounded wrong. The four <laughs> <laughs> There's only three in here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I, the one thing I'll say is that I think that um, it's pretty difficult to um, – kind of like meet the the grand scale what i was most impressed by was the finale and how they were able to meet the scale of like the sequences that they filmed Mm -hmm. like i just thought that everybody was like wanting something big Mm -hmm. and they went into it like i need this to be big and it was fucking massive, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that episode with like the guitar solo, Eddie the bat, yeah. dude. Eddie, oh the character, god. by the way. Yep, master. Oh puppets. my god! What an addition! What an addition, bro! Like, like this, this, this cast is iconic already. And then you just bring in this new character, and it's like, oh, I don't know about this guy. And then he just like soars, dude. Like I feel like that actor's mm-hmm. career was made oh, this yeah. year oh, for for that character. Doja Cat was like trying to slide into that guy's DMs. No shit. Yeah, bro. He's made it. <laughs> you got amazing. Doja Cat sliding into your sliding, bro. You've made it. Oh, that's you've amazing. Made it. Um, 
But, like, the real thing I want to talk about with Stranger Things, and I think this might be a bit of a sidebar, but, like, this is what I've been thinking about the most. I'm excited for this. Are movies dead? Yes. I thought the same Are thing. Are movies it dead? so epic. This is, like, the, the like, my, I came away from the finale amazed, just as everybody else was, for all the reasons that, you know, we'll talk about in this episode that you, you outlined eloquently as well. But my main thought was, like, this this feels like the death of movies to me <laughs> because like the game has changed, bro. Now we can have these TV seasons that are like multiple hours long yes. that have a s- similar budget as feature films, if not a larger budget as feature films that have great talent acting. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, it was like, if you were on TV, you had to be on cable mm-hmm. and you had to like make room for advertising. Like, you just didn't have, you weren't on the same playing field, mm-hmm. but now you are with your budget, with your with your talent, and now if you have like this ability to like tack on a two and a half hour finale, which is basically a full That's film. A movie. Yep. But when you watch the film, you're so much more invested because you've already spent like ten hours with these characters like developing up into that point. Or three years or Or three been. years yeah. with Stranger Things, you've watched these characters grow up. Yeah, it's been it's been five years, I think. Which is something TV could never do before. Yeah. But now that that TV can, how do movies fit into this? And it's interesting because I think a big part of that is when it's a series, you can dip your toes in for the first episode, and if you're not into it, yeah, move on. And that's like an hour commit, right? And or less movies. You're you're going to the movie and you're you're seeing the entire sequence and you're committed. Yeah. Like and commitment nowadays is difficult for the world. The, the, the attention span of mm-hmm. society is just so minimal. And now, and plus you have social media and bumping everything up. Like if you hear it's good, you know, it's going to be good. Like we have all the press, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I think that's a great point. I think that you are basically making 10 movies yeah. for a season now, yeah, which is killing. Like when there's a movie coming out or is out on Netflix now with uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, our boys battling it out. Oh, great man. Yeah. yeah. And like, in any other situation, ten years ago, I'm like, all right, when are we seeing this mm-hmm. premiere night or whatever? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, it's a movie on Netflix. I might, I'd probably rather watch a series. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal, dude. And and I think with Stranger Things tacking on that two and a half hour finale and having it be so good, and the split, the break between, yeah, that's like I I I like episodic reveals. I like yeah. waiting. Like it it sucks at. Well, it's happening, but you get excited and you build up your and you start to think like what could happen. Exactly, like that break is yeah. so important. Yeah, and obviously, I don't think that like movies are dead as an industry or whatever. But like, Aren't I you guess going to film school. I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, TV is film too, bro. <laughs> but what I do think we should discuss is traditionally in film, there's been a very clear power dynamic where you know if you were. You know, there was like the B, the B team and the A team. If you were on the A team, then you were making films. You know, you were on the silver screen. That was what you wanted. That's where the money was. That's where the budget was. That's where the marketing dollars went. That was it, right? And TV was on cable, right? Has that power dynamic shifted? That's the, that's essentially my core question. So, and has it shifted with Stranger Things? Maybe, obviously, it, it would be a shift that's been in play for a while, but like. With Stranger Things' success, the way it succeeded in season four, the length of the finale, the split between the two, structurally, it just feels like it's like it's been shifting. Stranger Things has like capped it. Like, yeah, dude, like this is actually now where 
that power dynamic is, is, is these series. I don't think it's obviously didn't start with Stranger Things. Like you said, it was a slow build. It might have started, and this was on cable, but Breaking Bad, like the hour-long episodes and how people got so committed to that show or something around that realm because there was a lot of shows at that time. Are you so you're saying movies versus shows as yeah. opposed to movies versus streaming platforms? Because streaming platforms is really is giving it no. Its power. I'm saying more movies versus shows, but stre- streaming platforms like have empowered the series. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like the re-watch. that's like been like why the power has been shifting. Right. But if you could work in film and you could do anything at this point, you know, fall, five or four years ago, I think you'd be like, I want to make movies because like that's where the varsity team yeah. plays. Right. Is that still true? That's my question. I mean, if I'm personally going to write something, I would much rather write a series. That's kind of where I would build. Yeah, uh, Amber's writing a book, but she's writing a book so she could turn it into a series. Actually, like her goal is to damn yeah do it a, a Netflix series. Like that's what she's coming up with, and that that excites her more than writing a movie. And I think I think I, I'm totally on with you on this because I I think the to be able to, it's so more creative to do a TV show. You have so much more development. That's what, and that's you have what, more room. Yeah, so much more room. I mean, Stranger Things season four was so um, developed and so and it has so much time. I mean, I I I pretty much binged that thing, and I don't think I felt like tired after a while. You know, like yeah, you, you get, just finished it last night. You I haven't given us your opinion. I yet. stood up. I stood up so late to watch that thing because you I'm finished like, it just last night. Just oh, last shit. night. Yeah, I I caught the. F- I started when it came out. And then um, I think the boys was out, so I, I jumped on the boys, and then uh, and then I, I tried to watch the Umbrella Academy, which is, <laughs> and then um, uh, I watched a little bit of Miss Marvel, which I liked, and then I was like, what am I doing? I got to get back on Stranger Things, you know, because it, it's. I don't know how you left, man. I don't well, know I just I, I love Stranger Things, but that. it is it's intense, and I can't do both. I can't work and and watch Stranger Things. I gotta watch Stranger Things. Like uh, I got it on the big TV. Well, that's a compliment. Yeah, I, yeah, that is. So that that was my problem. Every time I try to watch it, like while I'm working, I felt like I was missing stuff, so I had to keep going back. So, um, but I I, I think that it's so it's such great storytelling. I mean, the music. That I don't know if any anybody who watches serial killer stuff, which a lot of people do now. The '80s was one of the dark period, '70s and '80s, right? The highest rate for serial killers, if you didn't know. Like mm. they had the most serial killers in that time frame, mm. and or at least pop the most popular, right? And so they kind of had that in Stranger Things. If I was Eddie Munson, it was mm-hmm. so dark. It, t- talking about the cult stuff that mm-hmm. happened in the late '80s, early '90s. Talking the and D and D was actually like. The, de- the devil's game. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. exactly. That was like a real thing. Like, I love that. Fire club. Yeah. yeah, and having the music, like you're saying, and the cinematography. I mean, the cinematography in in Stranger Things is movie quality. That scene absolutely. Eddie Munson on top of the trailer, drawing the bats to him, playing the Metallica. Yeah, like, will forever be in my mind. And yeah. it's like only Stranger Things could do something that outlandish, mm-hmm. but have it feel like it was earned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think that like. And that's like the mark of, of a of a great sandbox. To be able to do amazingly epic shit and have it not fall into this like corny, like forced kind of like field, but mm-hmm. be like, this makes sense in the context. Like this totally makes sense in the world, the upside down, mm-hmm. the character, he plays guitar, they need a distraction, like they're in the eighties. All of it checks. And once you get all those check boxes, the the actual sequence you can go as big as you want to go. And they knew that. They knew that, like, if I check these boxes and I have it make sense, the scale 
at which we we move in this finale can be unlimited. And I feel like that's why it, it worked because they went so fucking big. But like none of it was like that doesn't make sense in the in the context of this story. It all checked out, which is like very rare, dude. That is a very, very rare accomplishment. Like it's one thing to have an idea, it's another thing to execute it. And I think they did both. And so it's like my hat's off. Like it's that was one of the best TV watching experiences I've ever had. I agree Me too. Me too. Duffer Brothers, roses. Yeah. All the flowers. Yeah, dude. All the flowers, dog. Crushed it. I, yeah. Back to your point about shows and, and movies. Do you think that's why the MCU has been so successful? Because it's separate movies, but they make a story. It's, it's essentially they're doing it's a almost series. like a series of yeah. superheroes, right? Yeah. Well, now they're adding the TV series themselves, and the right? TV series so, are more successful, than and the they are. They uh, we've liked the TV series lately than the movies. I mean, it's been I Marvel's been missing a lot. Lately. I know we're not getting into Marvel yeah. right here, but just the the strategy and the approach. I think I think yeah. your your point is is coming to it, it's it's very true because like you know the streaming platforms and the TV shows and you know I mean even Paramount has great TV shows too and on there that I might, you know, that I enjoyed and you wouldn't think Paramount or Peacock, right? Those are kind of the late bloomers to yeah. the streaming, but they really do got some great shows on there and it's becoming the accessibility makes it makes people more patient and you can watch longer mm-hmm. storylines and so yeah. you don't have to like wait to record or wait yeah. to go home to watch. Like you can just watch it whenever you're available and you can watch a 10-hour episodic journey as opposed to an hour and a half yeah yeah fucking thor love and thunder shit show <laughs> now it's a shit show uh, well yeah. it's a three and a half to six, <laughs> trash yeah i i just i i am curious because season five is the final right that's the last i one think so do. i was totally confused i thought season four was going to be the final and then they just kept having this kind of lord of the rings ending kind of and i was like wait is, how's this going to end and and then at the end i was surprised Honestly, okay. I was totally surprised watching Elle, and she looked badass. Like, she wanted to fucking kill that cloud, and which I, I loved Elle. I love the fact that she was so strong here. And Dude, so, would she beat that girl with the skate? So powerful. Yeah, that was nuts. That yeah. was, <laughs> that was An- Fuck brutal. Angela, yeah. first and foremost, yeah. but still, that yeah. was like, whoa. That, yeah. I thought that, I was like, oh, that's like jail time. And yeah, she, got, <laughs> she got the government on her side. Yeah, so yeah, okay. but I, yeah. I, I, totally, I totally, like, enjoyed the show, I mean, and, and, and intensely watched that. Ed. So with so with one being defeated essentially, he says like I've already won, and he can, he, he will open the door. Right. right. Yep. New world. What's, what's coming next? I don't know. Uh I don't know, man. I, I it's it's tough because I feel like they've put themselves in a position where like the whole next season it seems can only be it's like the it massive in like, scale, you know, like because now it's like all in Hawthorne, like it's like. There is like the upside down. We're not like go- Hawkins. 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 Yeah. Trading dimensions. Like it's all there. Yeah. And the mind flayer's there. The and mind flayer was was uh, well. The smoke was whatever, and then it was like uh, one drew it in and like right. It was like manipulating because his whole this whole arc has been to get back at eleven. It was yeah. Yeah. And now but that, isn't Vecna serving the mind flayer? He. Is, don't don't you guys get that like I that thought he sense? Crea- I thought he created I the mind flare. I didn't create like, the mind flare with because when, when he walks out into yeah. that, that area when he's like traversing the land, yeah. and he like sees the smoke. He starts turning it into that spider because he loves spiders. He was always collecting spiders. Oh, I didn't realize. So that. he turned it into that, that giant yeah. smoke spider, and that's what we saw in season two. He made that. I so I thought it was opposite. I thought that he was walking across this traverse like world or whatever and he saw the smoke spider there and like he was like 
that's when I knew it was all like, and then like that was already there and it was smoke, but he formed it into a spider. Interesting. And that's when they connected. So like that so you is think still that, something. You that think is a that presence. Vecna is basically the final boss? Because well, I, I got the sense that like he was like the first lieutenant and there was something else. That's what they said. That's that what Dustin like, said. Is like, this is his general. Yeah, right? general. That's what his theory was. But then the storyline shows that he was manipulating that stuff the whole time. And now Man, the stuff is still that. the stuff yeah. is still out there though. Like whatever that smoke darkness is mm-hmm. is still present. So I think that is what we're gonna see. I just don't know what form we're gonna see it in. Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, he season. his body was he moved at the end. Like no, his body was yeah yeah gone. yeah. I so saw that. I, I, saw I that. thought. I mean, I figured the same thing as you did. I mean, it was like he was this entity that came through. He was this evil little bastard with powers that came through, and like this this upside down world existed, but had no direction. Yeah. And now he he he's now he's directing it, and he has like total control over he has it. A motive, yeah, to wield mm. it with. But now and, now it's open, and what's the motive? I don't know. And that I mean that was his goal, right? That this is the beginning of the to destroy the world. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I I almost feel like it's gonna be like the uh, journey to Mordor, you know, castle or you know, the volcano, like in Lord of the Rings. Well, they're gonna there's have gotta to, be a there's a big baddie. Yeah, they're, they're gonna have to try and. Traverse through this big vast land now that's corrupted, and El is gonna be like the leader, and now all the kids are back together, which I love. We haven't mm-hmm. even talked about Hop storylines. Hop storyline. Oh, in Russia that's was true. Incredible. Yeah, it was the, so good. The Alaska. Oh my and god, Russia. American. Yeah. That character is just great, and oh like his Russian counterpart. So good. That actor, amazing, dude. Yeah. And you, so and good. Hop is now like humbled, but also like angry and like just yeah. Badass uh, too, and like, oh my god! Yeah. yeah, he lost so much weight for that. He said he'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shaved his head he and everything. Was fat in season three. Yeah, like, yeah. I rewatched it all with Melissa up to season four before we watched it, and he was a chunk. Yeah, yeah. In season three, and now, like, yeah, I just there's just so much potential for season five, and I just have no doubt they're going to crush it. They're going to like, they haven't missed yet, so I don't think they will. No, and I, don't I think th- it's going to go down in history as like. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things where when it ends, I'm going to be sad. Yeah. yeah. Be like, it, oof, yeah. wow. It's yeah, gonna, it's they over. probably already recorded it, right? I don't know. Because, I mean, the kids are getting to be adults, and it's getting Yeah, rough. they're low-key getting, like, old, yeah. old. Oh, like, they're, of, like, adults now. Something that I think that... Like, I'm pretty sure the actress that plays Eleven is, like, 21. She's 18, I think. Oh, she's 18? 18, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Speaking Drake's of Eleven, how about... Drake? <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. They uh, hang out. Oh, well, she's actually... Weird. Don't ask me how I know about all this and how she, who she's going out. She's going out with John Boy, John Bon Jovi's son, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They're like a couple. Um. Anyways, uh, this Gossip. show is so great. Think, did you guys think she cut her hair? Again? Yes. Yeah. She did not. It's a wig. That's how what? good this show Buzz is. Cut? Yeah. Really? It's a legit wig. That's Whoa. how good this show was. Crazy. Because wow. throughout the show, you're thinking she cut her hair, yeah. but then you look at, like, she's got really long hair now, and I'm like, how long ago did you film it? But she doesn't look that much different. Yeah. No, it's an actual wig. Crazy. Yeah. That's how, um, even the wigs are fucking the shit in this show. Crazy. That's I insane. think Dustin needs a moment. Dustin needs a moment like Eddie had a moment. You think Dustin's He's always down? been the sidekick. No, but I think that, I think he needs a moment to be a hero, because he's always been like the side. He's always he's been always been on the side. Yeah. He's comic relief. He's kind of like, you know, it's always been about these other characters. And and it, there was a sequence His mind where has been like the one that saved them all, like every season. Like he's always been like seeing it before everybody else. That's sees true. It. But like, like there was a sequence where like I think uh, 
Who's your favorite character? What's it? Joe? Steve. Steve. Jesus Christ. I'm <laughs> Joe Curie is his actor name. <laughs> nice. That's job. What I, uh, yeah. There we go. Uh, Steve kind of was like, don't be a hero. And then they looked at each other and they're like, look at us. We're not heroes. We're not heroes. <laughs> and then Eddie had like this heroic moment. Yeah. I want that sequence to like transfer to season five. Okay. And I want Dustin to be a hero as well. It's that's possible. that's my that's my that's my wish. My only Hope is that Dustin survives whatever his heroic. I want them is all to survive because honestly, the potential for a spinoff of Steve and Dustin exploring <laughs> the weird, like an X Files type show. They're, I don't think they're gonna do that, dude, because I think they're too big now. Like I honestly feel like all of those actors are. It's this, and this is just like a, a credit for to the, another to the show. Stranger Things. Yes, in my opinion, I feel like, and it's oh, not even just the, the actors. Then like, you go to the silver screen for the movies because that's what's that's what's hot. <laughs> I what I'm saying is like I think that the actors are so successful, the Duffer brothers are so successful mm-hmm. that they're gonna get all these offers to do all this other shit, and there's gonna be like big paychecks coming Dustin, from though, all that is shit. So specific niche with his teeth, you're and his right. Lisp, like you're right. He's gonna take whatever comes to him, and if Steve is down, those two venturing off into the weird. Yeah. Okay. Let's. This will be up. a fun fun game. Who do you think out of the cast? Because the Duffer Brothers are going to go on and make like the next Lord of the Rings. They're already starting on something. They're like, else, like they're too. out. They're not doing Stranger Things anymore. They're right. going to do like big, big like monster budget stuff. Which Stranger Things is big budget, but I think they're going to do another. Show they're going to do other shit. Who do you think out of the cast though is going to be the biggest star? Because they're all going to get a shot at something. You know that. Elle is a pretty girl. She's obviously a great actress. She has She's already her... been movies and yeah. I think stuff. she'll have a huge future. Mm-hmm. I think Steve is already in other movies. I think he'll have a huge future. If Mike can pull off like a Tim- Timothy Chalamet type, Mike future, Mike needs to fill out. Yeah, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. I mean, he's doing his thing, and he's a little thin, curly haired, black black haired kid. I don't know. I think he could. I don't know though, because Timothy Chalamet and Dune, like I believed that he would like take your lunch money in that movie. Well, you know Dune, what I mean? Dune was fantastic. Oh, I gotta yeah. watch Dune again. Maybe I'll watch Dune tonight. Yeah, this is such a sidebar, but <laughs> no, I, I mean, and so and I get to pick one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm picking Steve probably. Bro, you're so that's a very biased. It's, yeah, it's, it's that's, a little biased. That's, <laughs> that's so biased. Yeah. yeah. Who do you pick? I, I L. I think. Yeah, I think it's a no brainer. Yeah, it's Millie. She's gonna be a star. Millie. Yeah, she uh, will Millie, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby yeah, Brown. She, she she's be. she's gonna be a star. And that for, I mean, she's sure. got a British accent too. If you watch in, in um, Enola yeah. Holmes, Thick she accent. was uh, yeah. amazing in that too. So yeah. um yeah, she's done a great job, and she's a, an unknown, right? So I mean, yep. that's what you want. I mean, she so. grew up yeah. in front of us in Stranger Things. Yeah, I think she'll be the biggest one, and then you know, I don't. I don't know who'd be the second, I guess. But Who's the most underrated character? Eddie. I mean, in the series so far. I in, the, in the total series? The most underrated. They try to do some development with Will. I hate Will. They did some Will's, development with Will's this one. Gonna, Will's going to be a, a cornerstone of season five. Yeah. Because oh he could feel it. He could feel it. He the, could feel it, but he also they also have this, like, I don't. I, I kind of want to say subtle, but it's like not that subtle that love. Will is gay. He's in, no, love. And he's that, in love with. He uh, talked about that, too. What's the other character's Mike, name? Mike. Mike. We um, talked about that actually. Uh, yeah, and so like I really think they're gonna like. I just don't think he's a very good actor, so I don't want him to focus on. Uh, it's just, funny you say that because like I actually thought that Will, like the dude playing Will, was a pretty good actor. Why did they give him that haircut? The bow cut, it's terrible. It's so bad. It's but terrible. like if you look past that haircut, I actually thought he did a pretty good job. I thought acting. he did good too. I just didn't I didn't think character. that Mike was doing a very good job. That that character, like I thought Mike as a kid was believable, but I feel like he's as an 
he's getting older and all of a sudden now it just feels like he's like in a in an acting class. Like I don't know, for some reason, maybe I'm I'm this is an unpopular opinion. I'm shitting on the guy. <laughs> he didn't have a he, I think he had the worst storyline of the season. It definitely has shifted. He used to be the leader of the group yeah. and now he's, he's the heart mm, now. He's yeah, like he's just the heart, yeah. Yeah. But I I think most underrated character is Lucas for me. I think Lucas is such a dope character that doesn't really get his shine. Oh, I like Lucas. Every still. season I loved he's him had too. he's had moments, and he's it's an interesting of, take. Yeah, I I, I I feel like um, the most underrated character is Lucas's sister. She's awesome. Yeah, she is great. Yeah, yeah. she's like she's the lookout. Yeah. She's like brutally honest. She's yeah. like got yeah. the one liners. She's hilarious. No, she crushed it. Yeah. I, I I know Lucas had his shine in season three with the fireworks and everything. He got a legit fist fight though. He was that four. was brutal. And he got his shit rocked. Him and Jason, too. I think his name was. He was, was? getting fucking yeah, beat up. The geek dude. kid fighting back because I, I mean, that was a really good. That was I, another cool little the side story. Thing, like, I, that's, that was so cool good side at that because he had been picking on like all Lucas the geeks. trying to be like the a jock, yeah. but like he had like this tension. They all had their own friends. stories. Yeah, that was cool. I thought that was great to him fight back, and he actually did knock him out at the end. He I had mean. some good hits in there. Like the guy was way bigger than him. Yeah, yeah, probably older. Yeah, for he was a senior. Lucas was a freshman or whatever. I think the star of this season was Eddie, though. You loved Eddie, huh? I, I don't disagree with that. Eddie Eddie crushed it. He was like... He's been inspired. Coming out of like, nowhere, yeah. off the top rope, dude. Jumping into mm-hmm. well-established characters, a well-established world. And he just ate, dude. Stole yeah. Just ate. Stole every scene he, he was in. Yeah. I didn't like that he died. But, uh, th- he there, went out. There's, I did, think he had to, though. Yeah. He went out. Like, well, I knew someone had to, right? Yeah. Someone You knew someone was going to die. But what a, what a good point. job of, of the Duffer Brothers to introduce a new character this season and then have him go at the end. And then have it matter and make people care about it. Yeah, yeah. Because like we have all these characters that we care so much about, so it's like it, it's not an easy task to like introduce a new character and then only have X amount of time with that guy and then have him go and then have it matter. But like, goddamn. Well, you probably they did it. They were in a conundrum. If you think about it, would you? If you're thinking about writing this thing, right? And you're going, okay, we got to kill someone. Yeah. Are we going to kill the, any of the kids? The kids that drive this show, right? See, to I me, Max was good. I mean, Max did die. She's, yeah. She's in a coma right now. So she we looks don't like know. Brainwaves are gone too. But I, I'm just thinking if you had to bring someone and someone had to die, why not bring someone in? But not make them, because, but let's make them badass. Yeah, so because, but it, it. could have like backfired if they brought him in and, it could have. and we and didn't, we didn't connect. Because yeah. then it would have looked like a cop out. Isn't that you know what, what makes I mean? him a genius though? They're yes, like, they're like, we let's did risk it. Let's risk it. But like Zach was saying earlier, it's the idea and the execution coming in. That's what makes them You can have an idea, but to execute against it is a whole other thing, dude. And they, bro, they execute, dog. Yeah. It's like Peyton Manning out there, X's and O's. Bro. <laughs> Not Super Bowl sixty eight or whatever that was. Yeah, sixty eight. You're like, oh, like forty eight, maybe. Yeah. yeah anyway. Uh, okay. But <laughs> I, I think that I just want to go back to one point because you're saying like, could you kill off one of those kids or like a main? I mean, character could you? I, I, I don't. My know. answer to that is absolutely, I could. Yeah. Like, Jonathan, I, get him out. Jonathan? You hate okay. <laughs> you hate Jonathan. Easy. I'm just saying. What I about think the, that the there's kids, a number, kids. like there's a number of characters in that show that could go, and and it would be sad, and yeah. and it would be like challenging for the writers, but like it it would be moving because like we're connected to those characters as I an audience. Hawk was going to go down in Russia. I thought Maya Hawk was going to die because she mentioned about how this could be the end. Robin. Um. Yeah, Robin, which is actually you know Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter, right? I did not know that. Yeah, she looks like Uma Thurman to me. She kind of does now that yeah. now that you bring that yeah. up. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was gonna die at some point because she talked about it a little bit and she's clumsy. She's clumsy yeah. and yeah. She was, I thought she was gonna like yeah. let me do this kind of thing. So I thought she was gonna die, but I I don't know. I mean, it's I don't want anybody to die. Honestly, I didn't want Eddie to die either. When he died, I was like, 
Please don't be dead. Yeah, I thought Dustin was going to get to him and help him. That's what I thought. I just just don't want I want them all to live. I know it's not. If Dustin dies, I'm going to be fucking. I'll be pissed. Steve, I think Steve, that's like Steve can't die, but that's, that's the I don't one think character. Any of the kids could die, honestly. The kids, not the Max older kids. Max dead. I'm pretty sure like, she's gonna. It come feels back. like it feels like they're leaving the door open for her to come back. Maybe she's like the connection to the whatever the. She's thing gonna be is. the oracle. She's like the will, but even more yeah. strongly connected. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're running out of time here, but we uh, clearly love Stranger Things. Yep, it's great, and cannot wait for season five. Epic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Let's uh let's just play it out. Peace out, Kate Bush. <laughs> to you. Bush.